my flower and my hair just wilted. Your host, Reverend Bill M., brings us the devil's mischief, carnal comedy clips, netherworld novelty of numbers, brought to you by RadioFreeSatan.com. Episode number 669. Welcome to episode number 669 of The Devil's Mischief, Carnal Comedy Clips, Netherworld Novelty Numbers, brought to you through Radio Free Satan. Recently, I went to a concert. It was a concert I had tickets to since 2020, but because of the pandemic lockdowns, it was postponed for two years. But I saw this big arena show over the weekend with uh, Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Poison, Joan Jett, and the Black Arts. Great show. I had a lot of fun. Some tracks from some of those bands I was not expecting. Lots of people go to see a band and want to hear the hits, but then there are the diehard fans who want to hear some of the deeper tracks. Oh, and if you're somebody who thinks I'm somehow bad for liking these particular bands that a Satanist you know, as a Satanist, I need to be listening to heavier music that I can't listen to 80s glam metal. And instead, I should be listening to death metal or black metal or whatever music that you like, but I may not necessarily like. Well, I don't know what to say to you, but uh, go fuck yourself. I know what I like. I like what I like. And I take no shame in the things that I like. If you can't grasp that concept, I can only conclude you're not a Satanist. Solipsism is one hell of a satanic sin. Anyway, what does any of this have to do with the devil's mischief? Well, good question. I wanted to play some tracks related to those four bands. Tracks that were comedy or novelty in some way, of course, keeping in the format of the devil's mischief. And believe it or not, I have found such tracks. We'll be hearing them in the second half of this episode. Right now, though, well, this is, after all, an episode ending in 69. So I figured, what the hell, let's listen to just some raunchy sex comedy. And when I do this, I always throw in this disclaimer. I generally don't like to play this sort of stuff, at least not all the time, just for the simple fact that it can get boring when it's played too often. And I like blue comedy, as it's called. I do enjoy the shocking stuff. I do enjoy the dick jokes, as they're called. But when it's all shock and no wit, it's just not comedy, and that's not the kind of show that I wanted to make. I mean, I'm not a prude who thinks that anything with swearing or graphic details is automatically unfunny, but uh, it just has to be done right. So especially given those... 1980s bands that I mentioned earlier. What a better way to start the first half of the show with some raunchy comedy from the late great Sam Kinison, who was a fan of that kind of music. Enjoy. I just came to help. I really did. I wanted to bring romance back and uh, into the lives of anybody I try and touch. So if you're on a party tonight, if you have a woman you care about, take her home after this show and lick her pussy for two fucking hours. Do it! Do it! Celebrate tonight, goddamn! Make them come twice, guys, before they can even see your dick. It's a challenge. It's definitely a challenge, but uh, do it, man. I'm serious. They have a glass of water by the bend. 
because your mouth gets kind of dry. And uh, you, know, you don't want to go to work tomorrow looking like you fell off your bike on the way to school, okay? Just walk around like, oh, uh, What's wrong with your face, Bob? Shut up! Why doesn't she use cream rinse? Why doesn't she use cream rinse? Ah. <laughs> uh, do it! Be lovers tonight. Go home and fuck, man. Make her come twice before she can even see your dick because it leaves the illusion that you care. Come on, because they're not used to it. It throws them off. Women are used to this. Women are used to guys coming home going, uh, uh, uh. Oh, let me use your face to wipe it off. Where's your purse? I need gaffer. That's what they're used to. Oh, they really are, though, man. They're just like, God, you care, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I care. Yeah. Now roll over. Oh. Hey, I'm just trying to help, man. I swear to God. This is after my second divorce. I said, hey, I bet if I learn how to fuck really good... I'm gonna have to give away everything I own every five fucking years! Oh, guys in America are going, God damn, it's not a joke. It's information I'm writing down. I'm 53. I'm gonna lick something, God damn it. I'll tell you that. I'm not starting over. No fucking way. No, oh, it's tough. It's tough to work it out. And women don't help. Women don't fight. Look, at, there's no sex education for men. I never got any. No one ever fucking set me hip to anything. The government doesn't send you a pamphlet or anything, you know, on how to lick pussy. Mom and dad are no fucking roadmap, all right? Nobody helps you. You're on your own. You got to learn your own fucking technique, your own style. That's why a lot of guys are pretty bad at it. They don't know anything about licking pussy, man. Why would they know? Most guys got like one stroke, you know? They think they're painting a fence or something. It's like... The girl's going, Jesus Christ, am I being licked or weatherproof there? Hey! The fuck is this? But I like to help. You don't mind? I like to submit a plan to you that might be able to help. What you do, guys, is you lick the alphabet. Lick that fucking alphabet. See, this man's going, oh, God, that's the revelation! It's what was prophesied by Nostradamus. He will come into the earth and speak of the alphabet. <laughs> lick the alphabet, man. It makes you appear creative. It's an easy diagram to remember. It's like A, B, C. She thinks you're from fucking Europe or something. She says, oh, God, where'd he learn that? Oh, yeah. You're going A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It works! Do it, and do plenty of capital T on the big letter chart. This is the favorite letter. They love capital T. Out of all, oh, more T, more T, I love capital T. Yeah. I'm Mr. T, I pity the fool who tries to do more T to me. <laughs> I'm just trying to help, folks, okay? I'm just trying to do my, oh yeah, Dr. Ruth can do it, but I'm a fucking asshole. Is that the game here? Dr. Ruth can spiel her wrinkled, gray, elephant-ass fucking psycho babble, but I'm out of line. I'm not creative. Where's the guitar and some fucking, uh, you know, sitcom impressions here? Is that what you want? 
Dr. Ruth. Do you hate her fucking guts or is it just me, huh? What a psycho bitch this woman is, man. I'm sorry. Take the man's penis. It was last time you saw a man's penis, Dr. Ruth. Do you remember? Can we have some clues? Who was president then, huh? Did we have cars yet or did you suck dick on horseback, Annie Oakley? Huh? Tell me! Talk to me, Dr. Ruth! Oh, good sex with Dr. Ruth. Now, what's the last time you made this noise, Dr. Ruth? <laughs> when I hear you swallow, Dr. Ruth, I'll buy the good sex show, okay? When Dr. Ruth comes on, guys, he goes, tonight we're going to talk about... <laughs> I believe the good sex bits in, all right? Good sex with Dr. Ruth, Jesus I listen to her. I'm driving down the street. She goes, if the man's penis is too small to satisfy the woman, then it's perfectly acceptable for the woman to use a dildo or a vibrator and pleasure herself later after she has pleasured the man. So I'm listening to this psycho fucking bullshit. Pleasure herself later after. Yeah, thanks, Dr. Ruth. That's real smart fucking advice. That's going to pump the guy full of sexual confidence, huh? <laughs> Trying to make love to the woman he cares about. She's going, listen, when you threw that Mr. Tonko toy here, like a shot at it, all right? You want to plug it in on your way out of the bedroom, thumb dick? Let's go, move it! Hope the grinding noise doesn't disturb Miami Vice for it. <laughs> Guys in there going, yeah, thanks, Dr. Drew. Thanks to you, my wife's fucking the lawnmower. <laughs> Go back to Hagen Dawes and make milkshakes where you belong, huh? <laughs> sexual counseling? You don't need sexual counselors. You don't need sexual counseling. You just need to talk it out. Tell each other what you like, what you want. Women, there's something that really gets you off. You know, something that really just turns you on, makes you come. How about filling us in, huh? about giving us a little information to work with. What are we, on an Easter egg hunt? Tell us what you want. We'll do it. Will we do it, guys? We will do it. We'll do it, man. Just tuck and tell. Don't tell your mom. Your girlfriend, your little sisters, your hairdresser. He doesn't like me long enough. He doesn't hold me at the counter. Tell us! We will fucking do it. We're the ones who fuck you! I like that myself. I like that open honesty. I like to go home with a woman and let you know what she wants, man. You walk in, she goes, come on! Get those fucking pants off. Get them off! Will you fuck me harder? Fuck me harder! You're going... No, no, fuck you harder. I'll be right with you. Hold on. Oh, shit. I think I know what you want. Let's try it like this, all right? No, you want it harder. Come on. I'll give it to you harder.
done with me, Warlock Jeff Ivins, for a time trip back to the 1980s on the Metro. I play synth pop and other hits from the decades of indulgence, only on RadioFreeSatan.com. Ah, I don't understand it. Don't want to judge. I'm just an old-fashioned guy. I love women. I said women. I love women. Not ashamed of that. I found out what great foreplay is. Great foreplay, guys. Great foreplay is jewelry. Forget about the big dick and making the pussy and all that shit. That, that, uh, yeah, that's nice too. But jewelry. They love jewelry. They love that little noise. They love those diamond rings. They love jewelry. But don't pick it out yourself, guys, because we, we, you know, we don't know shit about jewelry, man. Come on. Girls get rings from us and they go, oh, God, that. Huh. Oh, thanks. That's, wow, so nice. What a, what a pretty colored stone. You know, no, no, let the woman pick out the jewelry, man. Let her pick it out. But I'm telling you, man, they just get nuts. They stick to the seat. You got to, like, you get them out of the car. It's like, ah, you know what I mean? They are so happy. They are so excited. And again, all right, you say, Sam, I can't afford jewelry. All right, then you're back to having a lick pussy. But that's great foreplay, which you should. Especially if you're over 30, lick pussy. Lick that pussy. If you're over 30, lick pussy because your back cannot take the slamming, the banging, the fucking. That was when you were a young man. When you were young, yeah, you could do that all night. God damn it, if you're over 30 years old, you fuck like that now, you get up the next day, you're like, oh shit. Oh, fuck, yeah, yeah, I'll take you to school in a minute, hold on. Oh, yeah, oh, oh my back, oh shit, oh. No, no, definitely, definitely, dude, definitely get on the bottom. Let her get on top. Let her go, let her do all that. You just lay there and cheer. Woo, go, woo. that back, the bottom base part of your back. It's important. Save it. And if you're going to lick pussy, guys, do, do yourself a favor. Do the woman a favor. Shave. Just shave. That's all. Shave. No big deal. If you have a mustache and beard, that's good. That's cool. Because it's furry. It's soft and smooth. But if you have a part of your face where there's whisker growth and stubble, shave. How long can it fucking take to shave? Doesn't take long. The girl appreciates it. Trust me. Because if you don't, if you don't, and you lick her pussy, the most guys get drunk, they're like, oh, uh, uh, you don't know how nasty I am. When you see what I did to you. And they get down there and they try to lick and they have like this, like Don Johnson, three day beard, Miami Vice look, you know. And the girl's like, oh, oh, come on, just fuck me, just fuck me. And the guy thinks he did it right, you know. Guy goes to work next day going, yeah. Yeah, I licked her last night, she couldn't take it. She was out of control. She's crazy. It was too much for her. She had to beg me to stop. No, no, you were like sandpaper between her fucking legs, you jackass. Jay! Be smooth. Feel your face, guys. Feel your face. Right now, feel your face. How would you like that? How would you like that around your dick? Ow, fuck out! Ow, 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 fuck out, ow, get off! It ain't working out, man. Ow, ow, ow. That's how they feel. They feel the same way. And another thing. 
I know, I know this is HBO. Half of this is not gonna make the show, but I don't give a fuck. I have to tell you the truth, you know that. That's what you paid for. You paid for the Sam Kinison experience. I think it's time we stop coming in women's mouths. I think it's rude. I think it's unnecessary. I'm sorry, I know, I know. Some of you guys are like, oh, oh, oh. But trust me, it's time to just stop doing it. It's just rude. Come on, it's rude to just blow a load in a woman's face. And I can't take it myself, man. I think it's, I mean, especially when you hear them make that noise and they go, you know, you oh, what was this about? Why was it? What was this for? You know, it's like, oh, God. Didn't have to do that. It is so rude. It's so disgusting. And I know you see these porno movies and the girl's like, oh, yeah, let me, let me get out. Oh, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, that's in the movies. That's in the movies. In real life, it's, in real life, they're trying not to throw up the lobster you bought them to get you to blow you in the first place, all right? That's real life. It's sad. And then they have that look on their face like, and guys are real sympathetic. We'll just swallow it. You know what you ought to do, women? Save it, kiss them, and put it back in their fucking mouth and go, you swallow it! <laughs> fucking asshole, how do you like it? Oh, that's gross, man. Oh, that's fucking gross, dude. No shit, don't do it. But see, guys won't tell you when they're gonna come, ladies. They won't tell you. Because they know what they tell you when they're gonna come, you're gonna go, not my <laughs> You're gonna bail, lean up! gonna jump off that fucking rascal and go, no. Nope. I'm just trying to help, trying to be part of family entertainment. <laughs> Stuff the whole family can use. So ladies, they're not gonna tell you, so you have to, you're on your own, but when you feel the body start to tense up, the, the legs start to jerk just a little bit. They get that Tom Cruise look on their face, like they're really concentrating on something. That's scary right then. That's scary. Because I know a lot of girls are like, you're not going to call your mouth, right? You're not going to call in my mouth. No. No, <laughs> honey, honey, honey. I'm not going to come in your mouth. Don't worry, honey. It's all right. Yeah. And then, girls, you feel that hand on the back of your head, and you go, no, 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 God, I can't get out. I can't get out. Satan's Blame. Satanic Talk with Church of Satan Magister Bill M. Well, it's not Satan worship, it's Satanism. It's embracing the life-enriching things which have traditionally been given the devil's name. Pride, lust, earthly success, rational self-interest, atheism, humor, nonconformity, science, a passion for living, being selective about whom we love. We don't see these as shameful sins, but empowering ideals. And we also recognize the psychological power and fun of symbolism and aesthetics, so... We utilize Satan as mythology's most fitting mascot for what we're about. Listen to Satansplain. Learn more at satansplain.com. You are listening to The Devil's Mischief on Radio Free Satan. You can email me, bill at devilsmischief.com is the email address. And of course, the official website for The Devil's Mischief is 
simply devilsmischief.com. We heard a block of comedy from Sam Kennison, some tracks from his album Louder Than Hell. If you are ever in a used record store and find that record or CD, get it. That would be my number one suggestion for anything from Sam Kennison. Some of the other excerpts you heard were from his comedy special called Family Entertainment Hour. And when it comes to Sam Kinison, I always like to mention this little trivia bit that he was a former Bible preacher. So a guy who was a Bible preacher who left that life behind and went on to become a blasphemous stand-up comedian. That, I feel, is a rather satanic life improvement story. Unfortunately, his brother, the keeper of his estate, is quite the Jesus freak, last I checked. Oh well. He still has thankfully maintained and released some of Sammy's work over the decades. Now, onto this concert I went to. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts opened. Then Poison hit the stage, then Motley Crue. Back on tour after their uh, so-called final tour. And finally, a band I've been a fan of since I was like eight years old, and I never stopped being a fan, Def Leppard. And with a lot of stuff I like, I sometimes think, hmm, how can I get away with working this into an episode of The Devil's Mischief? So I looked for humorous tracks from these bands, because sometimes a band will goof off in the studio and record a song that's, you know, too silly for their main albums so they'll release it as a b-side or maybe they'll put it on an album but it's a track you certainly wouldn't hear on the radio and poison has a song sung by guitarist cc deville and it's a song titled i hate every bone in your body but mine i love that title shamelessly juvenile and motley Crue also had a really really strange track called mood ring that showed up on one of their compilations and with both of these songs certainly I think they're whimsical enough to be considered novelty music at least on the devil's mischief now for Joan Jett and the Blackhearts I first thought of playing you the classic parody from Weird Al Yankovic I Love Rocky Road good parody I especially like how he duplicates the guitar solo on the accordion but I thought, nah, that's too obvious. I want to dig a little, little, you know, dig a little deeper. So here is a segment of Joan Jett on the show Late Night with David Letterman. This was in the late 1980s. Have a listen. Now, I've also found this to be pretty interesting. When people, uh, young American men and women, write you letters, you, you answer them, but you don't write back. How do you answer the letters? I try to call people. I tell them to put their phone number in because... Seriously, if I was going to try and answer, like, all the mail you received, you could, you know, you'd spend all your time writing letters. But that's a pretty good expense, isn't it, calling all around the country to thank people for writing in? Well, I don't call every single person. Uh, yeah. We have a letter here, Joan, to you. Uh, hi, Joan, I'm Dwayne. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. I have some pictures, so on and so on and so on, so on, so on. I wish I was your boyfriend or married to you. <laughs> because you are certainly sexy and good-looking, baby. <laughs> Anyway, I will let you know. I will let you go now, Joan, honey. Honey. And to keep on rocking, R-O-C-K-E-N. Yay, public schools, right? Yeah. And Roland, R-O-L-L-E-N, baby. Uh, how old would you guess uh, Dwayne is? Just offhand. How, how old do you think this kid is? I would guess, I don't know, maybe 17. 17? Uh, how are we on time now? 
Now, if, I, if, we, if we call her, is there another going to be a fight in the back again? <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to somebody else off back there with I don't know. Every day is a fist fight. So do we have time to do this? You want to call him? Joan? Sure. Joan Baby? Now, I, w I won't know what to say to Dwayne. Where does he live? Oh, it's signed, Sincerely, Dwayne the Wild Man. <laughs> I wonder if he has business cards with that on. All right, so need a wild man? Call Dwayne. It's right here. In okay, so I'll uh, just dial. Where is 219? 219. You know what that area code is? A disclaimer. What kind of a disclaimer? Oh, oh before they go on. The oh, I'll take care of that. I'll handle the wild man. <laughs> Wayne the wild man. Probably doing his homework now. <laughs> I like this Did you one. call later? I got a big test tomorrow. <laughs> uh, there's the first ring. Uh, according to this, the number we have reached is not in service. That doesn't really prove anything. I perhaps may have misdialed. I'm still rattled about that fight. <laughs> Try it once more, Joan. Yeah. I can't get over. You look just like a kid. <laughs> That's I am a kid. I know, but I, I thought you were an older person. How do I look, uh, Joan? Great. How about these pants? I think your pants are really mm -hmm. hot. Oh, no. I feel like a dork. <laughs> uh, where, where are you from in the area? Long I live, Island? I live mostly in Long Island. Yeah. Yeah, I bounce back and forth yeah. to the city. And... Well, now I'm not getting anything. Oh, here, first ring there for Dwayne the Wild Man. As <laughs> uh, a second ring. Hello, uh, this is Dave Letterman. I'm calling from New York City. Is Dwayne the Wild Man there? Could you put him on, please? I think that was Mrs. Wild Man. <laughs> Dwayne's mom. Yeah. Hello, hello, who is this? John, is Dwayne there? Oh, that's people applauding. I'm having a party here at my house. Put, it, put on uh, Dwayne, John. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm holding on. Doesn't understand we're doing a show here. No one, seems, no one else seems to understand that either. Uh, do you have a problem with chafing in that leather stuff? Actually, no. It's Seriously, it's very, very comfortable. Right? I'd like to try it. It looks great. It's we're waiting now. If you just joined us, <laughs> although I find that hard to believe, uh, we're waiting now to talk with Dwayne the Wild Man. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I hear someone breathing. Oh, that would be Dwayne, wouldn't it? Hello. Hello. He's... <laughs> Hello? Well, they're playing with us. See if He's can... wild. Yeah, they're, they're, they're Hello, kids Dwayne. and they're playing games Hello, with us. Hello, Dwayne the Wild so what Man do we do? there. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. This is television the way it ought to be, isn't it? <laughs> Did he just put the phone down? I don't know. I hear something going on. Maybe there's a holdup in progress at his house. Dwayne the Wild Man, this is David Letterman and Joan Jett calling you from New York City. Can we, uh, uh, can we do a commercial or just Hello? do anything? Just... We'll do a commercial. That's what we'll do, and then we'll, we'll come right back. Okay, they're gone. We have a dial tone. I'm sorry, Dwayne the Wild Man has left us, uh, but you yeah, call him later. I will. Try and get in touch later. with Dwayne. 
Uh, nice to see you. Thank you very much for coming. Have a great year and Thank come you. back anytime you're in the area. It's uh, Joan Jett, ladies and gentlemen, and the new album is Good Music. Joan, thank you. wilted. I just sold my light bulb to rat. (laughs) 
Charlie Manson's my hero. I'm going to live with Hendrix. Janis Joplin knows how to party. Nixon's happening, dude. That's why the world is the way it is today. This is a story of my life. The tread of my sandals are coming off. This is Reverend Gene, the host of Voxitane, exclusively on Radio Free Satan. Join me every week as we indulge in the classical side of music spanning the past 1,000 years. Voxitane has already featured over 700 composers covering medieval, baroque, classical, romantic, and contemporary music, including chant, choral, opera, keyboard, and orchestral music, with composers ranging from Gluck to Gilmore, Bach to Bellevance, Talis to Taverner, and Paganini to Perth. Get your weekly recommended dose of classical music right here on Voxitane, only on Radio Free Satan, with me, Reverend Jean. Hail Satan! You have been listening to The Devil's Mischief on Radio Free Satan. I hope you enjoyed the comedy from Sam Kinison, then David Letterman interviewing Joan Jett, and novelty from Poison and Motley Crue. Who knew they had this sort of stuff in their catalog? I bet many of you didn't. I'm going to leave you now with what I would say is easily the most bizarre track of Def Leppard's career. One of their... Many hits from their album Hysteria was a song called Armageddon It. And the B-side of that single was a track called Release Me. I remember buying the cassette at the time as a kid. And I heard this song and I just didn't know what the hell to think of it. I'm going to read you the liner notes to a CD re-release that I have here. It says, There was the day in February 1987... It was about six months before the album was released. As the band raced through a week of taping B-sides for all the planned singles, that the band's Welsh crewmaster Malvin Mortimer stepped up to the mic to sing Engelbert Humperdinck's 1967 soap opera, Release Me. Def Leppard singer Joe Elliott explains, That song was his catchphrase. Every day he would wander in and out of the studio, singing it in a ridiculous Welsh working man's club voice with his awful vibrato. I think it was Steve and Phil, the band's two guitarists, who said we should make him sing it with us. 
we put down a backing track while he was out. But when he came back and we asked him to sing, we didn't tell him about the key changes we had put in. It was one take, and that last change at the end, his head went purple. Steve was laughing so hard as we put down the track that he fell over. We had to drop in his part at the end because you could hear his guitar clanking on the floor. And the best part, Release Me went to number six in Greece. The song Rocket became the B-side. They asked him to do their Top of the Pops, but we were on tour. We gave him the royalties, though. So here it is. The track, like I said, is Def Leppard, of course, playing, but it is credited on the album to Stumpus Maximus and the Good Old Boys. Thank you for listening. Brace yourself. Hail Satan. Bye-bye.
Darn, that's the end.